Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the internet. Go check them out. And Draft.com, use the promo code HTB, hashtag basketball, for a free entry to your first draft. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and you are joining me on a very special edition of the Watching the Boxes podcast because we are doing a mashup of our quick hits Patreon only segment called Everybody on Toronto's Injured, So What Am I Gonna Do? It's not a very quick title for a quick hit. Mashup with our normal waiver wire podcast. These things kind of mash up on their own just automatically, but as you can tell, Tyler is not here, so you're going to have to deal with me, but don't worry. When Tyler's not here, I, I do try to shorten up the podcasts. but if you are a Patreon member, you know that our quick hits are exclusive to Patreon members at patreon.com slash watching the boxes. When injuries happen, when trades happen, you will get quick hits like this one that will allow you to stay ahead of other people in your leagues. So go check out patreon.com slash watching the boxes. And let's talk about it because Pascal Siakam out groin injury probably going to be out a month, maybe even more than a month. Marcus soul also out for a month with an injured hamstring. And then the incredibly hot Norman Powell, like not like attractive, sexy hot, but more like, well, he's a good looking guy to be honest, but this Norman Powell, he's been playing at like a top 30 level over the last. He's been absolutely incredible. Really, really sad. It doesn't look like he's got a shoulder injury and it doesn't look like he'll be back until February. Three huge, like this is a weird year for injuries and three very significant injuries happening pretty much all at the same time for the Toronto Raptors. Super, super depressing in my opinion and probably in a lot of people's opinion. This changes the, uh, I think this changes the dynamic in in Toronto quite and I'm gonna go ahead and start out by Serge Ibaka is not on a team get him on your team he's only rostered in 74% of Yahoo leagues Uh, Gasol has been in you know playing uh, sharing the minutes with Ibaka but he really only played seven minutes and when when we see Gasol injured Ibaka slips into that role Ibaka see a huge which I feel like is pretty straightforward Kyle Lowry is going to be having to carry this team. He's going to be playing a lot of minutes. But OG Ananobi, who is another starter, only rostered in 68%. I really like OG Ananobi. I think he's kind of like, uh, I'm always like two years too early on guys. OG Ananobi, I, I, hopefully I'm only like a half a season early on OG Ananobi because I think this guy is like a mini Pascal Siakam. And now he gets to play the role of Pascal Siakam for the Toronto Raptors for the next month. So if you already got him on your team, which I was suggesting months ago to get him on, uh, congratulations. You're going to get a guy who's going to get a lot more usage. I think, you know, maybe his field goal percentage does suffer from that. But he's a guy who can really fill up across the board. OG Ananobi, huge bump for him. And then, you know, Norman Powell was only rostered in 52% of leagues, which doesn't make any sense because he was playing at such a high level. I think you're going to... 
have to see Ronnie Hollis Jefferson get a little bit of, of a bump here. At least if he's, I mean, he's rostered in 3% of the, I just don't, I just don't know why he wouldn't see more. He saw 13 minutes tonight, or excuse me, last night against Detroit in 28 plus minutes. He's pretty decent. He's got, you know, the ability to get you steals and decent rebounds, which is, which is really nice. So I, I do think his minutes get bumped up here. Is he a top 100 player? I mean, I don't know. With, with those field goal percentage and free throw percentage, I highly doubt it. But he will be standard league relevant moving forward. Uh, just with this minute, he's pretty much got to. He's got to be standard league relevant. Because the, this tosses it up to is Patrick McCall or Terrence Davis. A bulk of the missing pal. And, uh, you know, right now, you're already seeing kind of what Patrick McCall do. Uh, rostered, actually, I don't even think he's rostered at zero here, but he's already playing 21 minutes a game. Let's say that gets bumped up or maybe even 30. What in the world is he doing? Can he get you over a steal a game? Yes, he can, because in 21 minutes, he's almost getting, but he's not hitting threes. His percentages are absolutely atrocious. He's not even shooting the ball. Any. He doesn't block shots. He doesn't hit, like I said, doesn't hit threes. He doesn't get assists. What the hell is he doing? So even if Patrick McCaw gets a huge bump in. So, so what? Who gives a crap? Instead, I think the uh, the flyer to take here is is definitely Terrence Davis. Terrence Davis, I would say, I'm not sure he's going to get like starters minutes by any means, but he might prove himself as someone who could play into those Patrick McCall minutes. Now, I don't think Terrence... Terrence Davis is drastically ex exciting. His per 36 doesn't really show him as an outlier like fashion whatsoever. He doesn't get to the line a lot. His steals and blocks are mediocre. He doesn't hit threes at a super high clip. But if you're in a deeper league, I think Terrence Davis. So I'd be picking up Terrence Davis in my in my deeper leagues. Wouldn't worry about McCall. And I think Ibaka, uh, OG, and Anobi are, are just must-owns. They should be on, uh, rostered in every single league. So I guess I guess the big swing here for anybody, so if you're already on Ibaka, you're already on OG, you're not interested in the Davis. The biggest outlier here is going to be Rondé Hollis. And you would hope they would play him. And he was kind of a guy who had a little bit of a little bit of upside in the past where you were like, okay, if Rondé Hollis Jefferson figures it out, this guy could be kind of, this guy could be kind of good. And I think if he's playing like 26, maybe, you know, 28 minutes, which I think is super, super feasible, he's going to give you good enough rebounds and steals to be, to be rostered in, in standard if he's in that 28 plus range. Um, and this is if you care about all, you know, even if you care about all stats across the board, his percentages aren't great, but his turnovers are fantastic. So if you care about turnovers, he definitely doesn't have it. In his hands, the problem is, is you know, once again, this guy not not a three point shooter, doesn't a whole lot else, but the steals are good enough and the rebounds are good enough to considered, you know, a borderline standard league player. I don't break out. Um, I don't think Hollis Jefferson coming out season here, even with all these in, but really tough, tough, tough times for the Raptors. Fred Van as soon as possible. Fred Van is having a great year and will continue a very year. And that is it for our quick hits not that quick a one because there was so many injuries let's move on into the waiver wire portion of this podcast normally we look at 
how many teams are rostering, how many managers, I guess, are uh, are rostering players. And if they are under 50%, then, you know, we're recommending players up. But, you know, I might, I think I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach here. Because I think there are some players uh, currently being overlooked, conservative on the way or wires who should be. I'm going to, I'm going to extend that up to the 70% mark just this time around tyler's not here he, he doesn't get to to make the rules he can't control me tyler can't control me when he's not here so i'm gonna do whatever i want and i'm gonna i'm gonna bump that bar up to 70 so well first off i'm, I'm even gonna break my own rule of 70 percent rostered in yahoo leagues because richard holmes only, only rostered in 73%. Get him on a team. I, I still think with Bagley back, he's going to be fine. Do not worry about it. We've had him as a buy-high a buy candidate, which doesn't make any sense if you're if you're new to fantasy basketball. But for you know qu- quite a few weeks, we've said once Bagley gets back, people are going to assume he's out. And I don't think he's going to be out. So if you can get kind of a low-tier player and you know maybe the, the guy who's got Rashard Holmes thinks he's getting something back for nothing great i think that time might have passed since bagley is back and holmes is playing pretty well but under 70 percent rostered here brandon clark has been kind of skyrocketing the, uh, the list incredibly interesting young players and i think over the last you know few weeks or so it's it's kind of hard to say that brandon clark shouldn't rostered on every single type of league that you have in the last, just in the last couple weeks, he's he's getting 20 points, a game, close to seven rebounds. His assists are not exact, and his steals and blocks are super field goal percent ungodly high. Now, I think those steals and blocks kind of do for a little bit of bump because he was a, a decent steals and blocks guy in college, from what I remember, and that was kind of like why he might be fantasy relevant when we were coming into the league. They're like, well, Brandon Clark might get you a block and maybe a steal. It might be a 1-1 guy. That doesn't seem to be happening right now, but like blocks and steals are super fluky and weird, and he also hasn't played very much. But I think Memphis is going to have to go with him before just young guys, this team, and Brandon Clark get him rostered, only rostered in. 60 per, no, 66% a lot better ahead of him. It's junior moving or not. Better than Harry, Harry Barnes. Well, Harry Barnes is out there. Um, rostered in more leagues. And Tristan, well, Tristan Thompson. Um, that might be where I cut that one off. But still, if, if if Brandon Clark's getting like eight, nine rebounds, that's not very far from Tristan Thompson. So why not, why not get Brandon Clark? Another player, well, that was peak, one player was speaking my interest was Norman Powell, but then it's happened. But another player under 50%, I'm finally back to Tyler's rule. Marco Fultz, still surprisingly under 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 rostered, in my opinion. He's a standard league player, and he's got decent upside. And if you're holding on to something right now that you shouldn't, like the guys, whoever it is, bottom of the barrel, struggling, don't know why you're doing that, get Marco Fultz on your team. He's good. He's very good. DJ Augustine's still playing decently well but marco fultz is going to get better and better throughout the year we said we almost say this every single podcast i'm not going to belabor that point too awful another player that and a guard who's getting overlooked i think is chris dunn chris dunn just uh, not that long ago was kind of considered someone who could be a breakout point guard with the bulls decent scorer when he plays and top tier steel guy you know elite of the elite might actually might have the most steals in the league right now he's battling with for that that role 
problem is, once again, that moron, Jim Boylan, uh, doesn't play him. But over the last few weeks, he's getting more and more minutes, considering Jim Boylan is about to lose his job any day now. And he needs some wins. And Chris Dunn is a great defender. Now, he doesn't do a whole lot else, but when he does play decent minutes, he can get you four to five assists. So he is obviously a great streamer if you need steals and assists. But if he's going to be playing like 29 minutes or more a game, if he's going to start playing more you know, time off of the bench or even you know, technically starting now, but he's worth rostering. He can score. He can occasionally. He's decent at rebounds for a guard. And that's why people were excited about him a few years ago. This is someone who does have top 100 upside if in the right side role. And he's starting to creep into towards a role that would allow him to be standard league relevant. In my opinion, he's always streaming relevant. But I would go ahead and roster Chris Dunn. Like, go, just go get those steals. Bank up them steals. for Especially if you're in a roto league. I know it's kind of hard to swallow the, um, maybe the percentages, the points, and the threes. But, you know, if you are doing pretty well in, in all of those categories, I think it's willing, you should be willing to take a, a quick hit on on your uh, some of your statistics just to get those sweet sweet steals now, over the course of a couple weeks you know chris dunn could net you, you know, 15 16 steals and that's that's almost enough to bump you you might lose a point here and there in the, in the categories that he's bad that could net you like five six points in the steals category so i i like chris dunn right now. way way over just like, just like another guard that we know, Dennis Schroeder, uh, one of Tyler's favorites, uh, playing very well lately. You could ride him more than you could ride Chris Dunn right now, but Dennis Schroeder um, having a very, very good here. I think you should just get him on to what happens. Over the long term, Chris Paul could leave that team. And technically, Dennis Schroeder is a top 100 player, even if you look at 9-cat for the season. Only rostered about 66% still. Fits my rules, Tyler's, but the, you know he's he's being overlooked at a high level. Kristen being at a low level, deeper leagues, is bigger league. Someone you should pick up. Same with Dennis Schroeder. He's a great scorer. Very surprised. On more team, who else do I like here? Mikkel Bridges has been taking a little bit more usage in minutes in the absence of Devin Booker. I would ride that steals. I know it's a great steal. Uh, ride those stats. Stream those stats. Well, you no longer can. I think that's perfectly fine. A lot of people have given up on Kevin Herter. I wouldn't completely give up on him. I know he's like, but, but ugly. But Kevin Herter, another guy, I think I was down on him when everybody was like, can't wait for this dude to break out. Can't wait for him to be a top 75 player, man. Hey, that Kevin Herter, I love that guy. And um, I should probably not do accents on the podcast. And I was like, no, Kevin Herter's not that good. And he isn't. Kevin Herter's not a top 75 player. Is he a standard league player, though? Yeah, he's a standard league player. If you're looking across the board, he's going to get you, you know, enough. Like, he's more of like a I-need-everything streamer. Like, oh, okay, I need some rebounds and assists and steals, maybe half a block. Oh, cool. Like, his percentages are shit. But Kevin Hart, I'm not expecting Kevin Hart to break out. But also, like, now that he's only rostered in 39% of leagues, it seems a little low. So he is a standard league player. He probably should be on more rosters. I'm certainly not holding on to him if they're just, like, more interesting people on on the waiver. I'm not going to. Last, but certainly not least, an all-time favorite, Dylan Brooks. Guys, Dylan Brooks is good. Like, what's what's the deal here? Dylan Brooks, only rostered in 36%, but he gets you really good points. And that's hard to come by if you need points and need some threes. And he's almost, he's like a little under a steal a game. 
around a steal a game, and that's that's pretty solid. Shoots a good free throw percentage. It doesn't really, I'd say, hurt you anywhere since he's a guard. He's not supposed to give you a lot of rebounds. He gives you three full rebounds from a guard spot. Dylan Brooks definitely being overlooked, I don't think, is getting to him at all. So go go pick up Dylan Brooks as well. And I think that's it for our quick hits slash waiver wire mashup. If you like the show, please rate review us. You can find me on Twitter at WatchTheBoxes. If you like to do daily fantasy, draft.com, HTB, hashtag basketball. And if you want these quick hits, I know there's been a lot of them. I think we've had more quick hits than there have been weeks. We're pretty close. On average, one quick hit a week because of the amount of injuries. we've. And now we're we're going to talk about that next week with Tyler. You know, what are you looking forward to in this in the second third of this? What is your how does your strategy change from the beginning of the season? Where you're like, what and also what did we learn from the beginning? And that's going to be our Christmas special for all you awesome. Tune into that. We're going to look back this past. We're going to look forward. And it's going to be a nice, I think, a nice change of pace. But if you if you want to get these quick hits exclusive to Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash watching. The- Appreciate you all listening. I hope you enjoy your holidays. I hope you stay safe. And uh, nothing but good vibes to all you listeners out there. Peace and enjoy. Your evening.